My name is Dr Rana Conway and I work in the Department of um, Behavioural Science and Health and my background is in nutrition. So I qualified as a nutritionist quite some time ago and I've worked on various different projects um, and at the moment I work in the Obesity Policy Research Unit. So we do lots of projects um, that are directly related to um, policies that are being discussed or you know thought about at the moment um, but um, we work directly with Department of Health and Social Care. So most of the projects I'm actually working on um, are to do with feeding um, babies. So some of them are to do with um, choices between formula feeding and um, breastfeeding right at the beginning of life um, and then looking at um, when parents decide to start introducing solids to their babies and all those different decisions that parents have to make about um, about feeding their babies, whether to use food that they buy in the supermarket or food they make at home and those kinds of things. So particularly interested in the um, commercial determinants of health and the way people use the labels on formula milk when they're making decisions about feeding, you know, what type of milk feeding to you to do, um, and also how they use the labels on baby food when they're making decisions about when to, when to start feeding and you know choosing different choosing different foods. I work with the Department of Health and Social Care, and our results go to them, and then they generally get put into um, academic papers as well. But really, we were just wanted to, you know, I was interested really in just raising awareness about the research we're doing and about the policy implications with other audiences. So with people who are key stakeholders and having an impact on policy and on the public as well, just so that other people know about what, you know, what we're doing and really, really the sort of make, having, a, having a wider reach for, uh, for our research and making sure it's not, you know, forgotten. The original project I really wanted to, to work on was um, some research we were doing looking at the labels on baby foods and how they there was a mismatch between what pa parents were seeing on baby foods um, and the government advice. So for example, um, the government advice is start feeding your baby solids when they're about six months old. Parents then look on baby foods on the shelf and it says this, ba this food is suitable for babies from four months old. So there were a few things like that that we were, I really wanted to, we were doing research there saying if you change labels, how would that impact um, the way parents fed? Um, and just to get some, some backing and just raise awareness really about the issues there. So that was the original project I was thinking about. But then just doing the fellowship and the various sessions we've had, I could see that really we need to take a kind of a more opportunistic approach um, and then, so then the first piece, the piece of research we just had just recently came out um, this year was actually about um, infant formula um, and, show, and showing that the, the labelling on infant formula in the UK didn't align with the government guidelines about how infant formula should be messaged. So there is potential there for parents to be misled about what, um, about, about, you know, choosing formula feeding. Um, and about the type of choosing more expensive formulas and things, thinking these are these are somehow better when actually they're all basically the same. So when that when that we had that research out, I then got involved with the UCL Polis, um, press office, who I've not worked with um, beforehand, um, 
and then we got a lot of publicity for it, really for that um, for that re piece of research. So it went in the i newspaper, and then it was tweeted quite a bit. So one of the people who retweeted when we were tweeting about it was um, Chris Van Tulliken, who's got a big a big following. He's kind of a, a celebrity doctor as well who works at um, at UCLH, and so we got quite a lot of uh, about seven, more than seventy tweets about that from you know quite big organisations as well. So that was really really good. Um, and then worked, also got involved with the um, Infant Feeding and Inequalities, um, APPG. And Rose put me in contact with um, Vernon Hunt, who has been involved in lots of political lobbying and was just saying, go along to these events and in person and so on. And so that, that was something I did and went along and actually spoke to um, the MP, Alison Sulis, who... Um, who chairs the APPG because she was the only person in the room as I walked in so I think it it would it really was you know good to actually go along in person and uh, get involved there and so I spoke to her about our research and she wants me to go along when we've got our next piece of research out and talk to the um talk to the group there we then came into some, some challenges because of timing so we haven't published that work yet so then I was, we were debating as a, as a research group whether we wanted to publicise that um, or not. So the idea was to um, work with third sector organisations who were already involved in political sort of lobbying and getting people together for political for um, policy change. So the Food Foundation is someone who I've worked with vaguely before, um, and they were interested in our labelling work, and they're doing lots of uh, lots of work around feeding young young children, um, and especially making sure that they're not forgotten when we're talking about about food and uh, food labeling and food policy because often the very youngest consumers you know babies are forgotten in that on that agenda so they have an annual report called the broken plate report which always gets a lot of publicity um and I was keen to work with them and they were interested in our research but the timing for that wasn't working out well but then there was some other research we've been doing, looking at um, ultra-processed food intake um, among in a, in a cohort of children called the Gemini cohort, which um, is that 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 cohort of children is housed within the um, within my department, behavioural science and health, with uh, Dr. Claire Llewellyn is the uh, is the coordinator for that um, project. Did some um, work with the Gemini cohort study, um, and just looking at children who were 21 months old, so only toddlers, not even two years old, and looking at the really high intake of ultra-processed foods among that group. So they were getting like 40, more than 40% of their calories from ultra-processed foods, um, and you know they're not even two years old yet, and in the children. The, 20% of children with highest intakes of um, ultra-processed foods, they're getting more than double the maximum amount of free sugar that's recommended for older children, like four-year-old children. They get one and a half times more salt than is recommended for their age group. So that was really, that was interesting research that we found. And, the, and at the moment, there's a lot of interest in ultra-processed food. Um, and this is something that the Food Foundation picked up on. Um, and they're actually... They've actually just said last week that they're going to include this in their broken plate report. So that's that's worked out quite well, but it wasn't exactly what um, you know the project was initially aiming to uh, to to do. But uh, it's all within the same general area of 
looking at the commercial determinants of health and the amount of processed food that uh, that children, very young children are eating. Yeah, I think that was something that I did learn about the about just taking these opportunities, and that was something when I spoke to Vernon Hunt, was he was talking about building the networks, letting people know you're there is really important, and letting them know what your views are on, you know, in my case on on baby food labelling, formula feeding, and um, you know the policy changes that are needed. And even if that's not on anyone's agenda at the moment, if people know who you are and, you know, what you're thinking, then when the time is right, then take that, you know, people will come to you or you're ready then to take those opportunities when they rise. And I think for the for the project that I'd really thought about with the, you know, the labelling and the big experiment we did, which was an online experiment looking at the labelling of baby food and what happens if you make certain changes, the timing for that in terms of working with the Food Foundation um, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't right. But it seemed like, they, you know, ultra-processed foods are a really hot topic at the moment. Um, they're in the newspapers, you know, at least, at least weekly. Um, and that when that opportunity arose, I think, you know, we just, we, you know, it seemed a great idea to just, you know, to jump on board and, uh, and take that opportunity, really. So the Food Foundation, as well as doing this big annual report, their broken plate report, they're actually doing a series of reports at the moment about the different life stages, starting from um, pregnancy. Um, and then they, and that's the one they've already, they've just had out already. Then they're doing one about milk feeding at the moment. So I spoke to them about that um, and they're going to include some of our research in, in, that, in that one. Um, and then their next one that they haven't started working on next is when babies actually move on to solids and so hopefully the timing will be really good for that one and our research should be published by then so we can happily share it um, and hopefully that research that about the actual labeling of baby food saying you know feed from four months or six months um, and age of giving snacks and so on that we were working on hopefully that will then go into that um, that new report which will ju be just about that life stage for for children i, th I think just just being brave and just re reaching out to people i think because um it's, i think it's very easy to you know become involved with these organizations who are you know lobbying for change and just to listen and use it in an academic way you know what they're working on and and so on but actually reaching out and and building those relationships really to say this is what we're doing you know and going back to them again because obviously people are busy and things you know fall off people's uh, to-do lists and things and just following up and just uh, you know saying this we're still here and still interested. <laughs>